Hi, this is the Life Lessons Nutrition Podcast. We haven't done this for a wee while, as you might have noticed, the world has been a bit strange. So um, I'm delighted to be back again today um, and having a chat with Paula from Health Rediscovered. And Paula is an acupuncturist and health coach. Um, and Paula's actually based in Glasgow, but like a lot of us, she has been working online in addition to in person. Um, and we met on an online platform while we were all just reaching out to, um, yeah, to try and find the new way forward. Um, and we've been chatting pretty much ever since. So really, it was really, really great to meet Paula. Um, and, and yeah, and I'm delighted that she agreed to have a chat with us today. So uh, thank you. My pleasure. Um, and we, yeah, we start with, uh, would you like to please tell, uh, tell us all about your journey um, to a career as an acupuncturist? <laughs> um, I think like many acupuncturists, it started with me having it. I was living in South Korea, teaching English to children and was going to a little regular yoga type class. Um, and I managed to, actually, while I was cooking, I was, I was cooking and caught the pot at the wrong angle and basically poured boiling water all over my wrist um, and gave myself a relatively nasty burn. And as part of the treatment for it, acupuncture was recommended. Um, so I had my first ever acupuncture session and was hooked basically um i had i had it to treat the scar there is absolutely no evidence that i even had quite a nasty burn that's completely gone um which i attribute to the acupuncture um and then i started getting it for other things once i was introduced to it um and then when i decided it was time to leave south korea i was asked the question well what are you going to do next and a little voice in the back of my head said acupuncture and it was like oh now that sounds interesting and basically here I am <laughs> um, so it was a, a slightly odd journey but most acupuncturists have something similar it's something we tend to have as a treatment and then decide it's absolutely fabulous and we need to be more involved with it um, is generally how it goes that's an incredible story so how long ago was that Paula that was in 2004 technically it was New Year's Eve that I burnt myself so it was 2004 that I started having acupuncture was it 2004 no it wasn't it was 2003 2003 take it back wowee now that's quite astonishing actually because the one thing well certainly one thing I'd have never thought that you'd have acupuncture for would be a burn oh absolutely it's a, a technique I now know is called surround the dragon and you can do it for any kind of damage uh, particularly surface so you can do it for scar work as well so even if it's old but if it's something that's new and fresh and you get into it quickly the, it, it just speeds up the healing process so it works for anything like that as a patient once came in with a huge big gash across her forehead wasn't why she was coming for treatment but she basically walked into her car door and given herself she called it a harry potter um <laughs> and we gave it a few treatments and it was completely gone so it wasn't even like there was a tit and it was quite a bad, bad cut um i've used it many times for all sorts of things it's great for bruising as well so if you've got really bad bruising it'll heal it quicker um but it tends to be scars that i use it for mostly now wow but also amazing. it's amazing for burns yeah so then, okay, so let's get down to basics then. So what exactly <laughs> is it and how does it work? Okay, um, I could probably talk about this forever, so feel free to shut me up if I talk too much. Um, acupuncture is part of a system of medicine called chai, it gets called most frequently traditional Chinese medicine. It does have some other names, but that's the gist of it. Sometimes it's um, 
East Asian is the other phrase that they use because we also include like Japan's got its own school, South Korea's got its own school. So there's mm -hmm. different parts of it. And acupuncture is part of that. The actual acupuncture itself um, is basically lots of it's metal needles. So we use typically stainless steel needle, needles, but occasionally I've also got gold ones as well. Um, for people who have allergies, uh, the gold ones are much better um, for dealing with any kind of allergy. Um, so it involves the insertion of tiny little needles into the body at very specific points. And those points basically, for me, how I think of it is a way of communicating with the body. So our body has its own little rhythms and patterns and ways that it works. And when we're ill in any way, shape or form, those patterns aren't quite right. And acupuncture talks to the body, basically, and gets it working again. So it works on neurotransmitters, it works on inflammation markers, it works on all sorts of different levels. Um, to help basically optimize our health um is the gist of it <laughs> okay. so is that similar to i'm just thinking to times when i've had um oh um oh geez where i've had my feet done what's that word reflexology yes reflexology <laughs> where I've had, I, I know that's shocking lots of people think yeah <laughs> and when i've had reflexology and then you feel kind of like little zings in different parts of your body yes yeah, it can do. Acupuncture points in it, it's, again, the whole body is a map of the way. So rather than just your feet being a map, mm. that's one of the microsystems. There's quite a few. The hand is also a microsystem. And one that I use a lot is the ear and even the abdomen. So you can just work on one area and have an influence on the whole body. Um, but we don't do so much in the sole of the foot. But it is similar in terms of it's, it sees the map of the body in different ways yeah. and connects in. Okay, so what do people typically come to you for? Like, what are they wanting treated? Yeah, most frequent things that I see regularly, and it, it does vary hugely, but the biggest things are a uh, pain, aches and pains in all sort of all kinds of ways, really. So mm -hmm. whether it's arthritic pain or a dodgy lower back, is the phrase people use, or a cricked neck when you've got yourself in a dodgy position, tension, that sort of, any sort of aches or pains, any kind of repetitive strain injuries like tennis elbow, I could go on forever. Um, <laughs> we also do quite a lot of digestive work, so helping with things like Crohn's disease or even like um, excess heartburn or conditions yeah. where... Um, Gourd, it's called people have difficulty swallowing. Yeah, yeah. Um, IBS is a huge one, actually. I do lots of IBS work, so loads of digestive work. Um, and I also do one of my passions and specialities, really, and it's partly because of my background as well, is in mental health. So I use acupuncture a lot to support people's mental health. At the moment, anxiety, I think, is huge for everyone. Um, and I'm seeing loads of it in the clinic. Um, and it's just so good for just bringing us down is how I usually describe it in a really simple way. Just helps to calm us. Well, I mean, what's, what's kind of the, the scope? I mean, in terms of mental health, I mean, what kind of range of conditions would you, you know, possibly see and be able to provide some kind of therapy for? You can use it for anything. It's not, um, I don't particularly specialise in the kind of more extreme mental health conditions, if you like, mm -hmm. but I know people that do. Um, the most frequent things I work with are depression, anxiety, and um, it's not called bipolar anymore. I've forgotten what it's called now. 
Is it bipolar? It is bipolar. It's sorry, bipolar, bipolar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm getting my names mixed up. Um, yeah, and bipolar disorder. They're the ones I work with most frequently. Um, but in my training, actually, I got the honour of watching uh, acupuncturist working in a hospital, a psychiatric ward. Okay. Uh, so he was treating psychosis, a split personality, all those kind of things as well. So I have seen it. It's just not something I particularly treat. Wow, that's astonishing. I suppose the other thing that we hear about with acupuncture is trying to people trying to beat addictions. Most commonly, I yes. suppose, trying to quit smoking, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's quite a big one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It can be used. It's one of these. <laughs> I find it a really difficult question to answer because the short answer is yes to anything it can treat. <laughs> There's very little that it can't have a good go at. Yeah. And addiction's such a complicated thing. And it can help not only with the kind of physical side of the addiction, but with longer term care, we can also work on where the addictions come from in the first place. I always think addiction has some sort of protection measure level in it. Um, so it's helping to break down that need for protection, that need for comfort, that need for um, something external to give us a, a boost almost. Um, and so it can work on that as well. Um, and I have worked with a few um ex-heroin addicts as well so it can it can work on all sorts of levels um yeah so i mean oh geez you've already covered so many surprising <laughs> areas that we can't imagine where you're going to go with the next question so, so what surprised you most about your subject in your training or studies the biggest aha moment for me actually was in my first year of my degree and we were learning about um, menstrual cycles mm -hmm. and the fact that for us in Chinese medicine a PMT shouldn't be a thing if we have pain if we have discomfort if we have all the myriad of things that we're told to just accept and put up with mm -hmm. <clears throat> That, that for us means that your body's not at optimum and we can fix it. It's fixable and you don't have to just put up with it. Yeah. Um, that was probably my biggest like, oh, oh, right. Oh, really? Wow. That, you know, and for all of that stuff, menopausal as well, you know, it's yeah. interestingly in Japan, they don't have a word for menopause. They don't have a literal translation for it because yeah. because their system is set up in such a way that their bodies more often it is changing, but more often than not their bodies transition relatively easily and it's not some big life changing moment. You know, it's with lots of problems. Um, it's fascinating that we don't have to suffer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that is super super interesting actually um, because yes, I've done a bit on on menopause and presented yeah. on the subject, and yeah, and it is it's quite astonishing as you say. There's no direct translation, um, and also there was a community in Mexico, but they didn't have a word for it either. Oh really? I didn't know yeah. that. Um, but there again, you know, obviously in Japan, classically there's the yeah. soybean, whereas in, in you yeah. know in, in Mexico there's the, there's the black bean and. And yeah. you know, it's, you know this, this diet that's based on legumes and lots and lots of vegetables um, yeah. and living very, you know, naturally with the cycles of, um, with the, you know, the yeah. cycles of our body and of, you know, and of the environment. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's a really, really interesting area. And certainly I've had conversations with um, conventional practitioners around things like um, PMS and, mm -hmm. and they have, and the, the insistence has been there that, that's that's normal and well that's just her normal or whatever and it's not normal <laughs> <laughs> you 
fair, we're not meant to it's be. It's normal because everybody has it. Two days a month, you know, this is not yeah. normal. No. Well, anyway, that's a conversation for another day. I know. <laughs> Yeah, let's not get into the patriarchy of medicine, eh? <laughs> uh, well, no, indeed. And we are both, you know, we're both, you know, it's it's complementary. It's, you know, it, it's a, it's an add-on. It's not in place of. So, you know, let's not yes. bang that up too much. So, um, yes, okay. So what do most people not know about acupuncture? Um, again, I think that's changed even the time that I've been in practice. When I first started kind of being involved in acupuncture and speaking to people about it, the question was always, oh, what's that? Is that that thing for smoking? <laughs> and now it's a, oh, that's that thing with needles. Does it hurt? <laughs> that's like the, the, the first question that comes out of people's mouth every single time I have that conversation. Um, and then the next question is, does it work usually? Um, and depending on what I'm in, I'll be quite serious about it and answer it properly, or I'll say, no, I scam people for a living. Um, <laughs> it kind of depends what's going, you know, where we're at in the conversation. Um, but I think, most people are still very unaware of the scope that it can have you know like even you're surprised with all the different things that i work with on a regular basis do you know it's that's probably the things most people don't know about it now i would say is just how much impact it can have um on your overall health and it's not just for stopping smoking or pain that's the two things people instantly think of um but it does so much more um i think that's probably one of the biggies I think, um, yeah, there's a lot of crossover then with our next question with, you know, what is the most common misconception? I think probably that it's, there's a, a few ones that like, does it work is the big one. People think it's nonsense and it's like, well, I wouldn't be doing it if I thought I was ripping people off, you know, it's, mm. um, and I've obviously over the years I've seen it work. Um, but the other one probably around like it being really woo-woo and really not, like it gets linked in with other therapies that are, you know, completely different from it and that don't have the kind of scientific backing behind it and the understanding of anatomy. And yeah, it's probably quite a big one as well that people think I'm some bizarre hippie person type thing. You know that like, yeah, I think that's probably one of the bigger ones as well, that it's a science. I've got my degree is a bachelor of science. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I would say that's probably the other one. And so tell, again, we've already touched on this. So tell me about, <laughs> tell me about its benefits. The most common benefit um, I find is that people sleep better. No matter what you're coming for, almost invariably, you sleep better. And that's huge. Sleep is such an important part of feeling good, feeling well. And, and knowing health. How I've ever all of it I mean it's everything do you know yeah uh, yeah so improving sleep I think is a big one so regardless of what you're coming for invariably you will sleep better um and in turn with that and they're all linked and everything is always linked because the body is a unit so everything works within that unit yeah. um improving sleep improving mood as well which is part of that improves your energy people's energy tends a lot of people's energy goes up and down quite a lot makes it yeah. much more stable more able to just take on the day really um another one I, i've written down actually i've written down a few on this because i tend to get distracted too easily um is it quiets the mind chatter it's that like it just gives your head a bit of space from that inner critic sometimes if that's what mm -hmm. the issue is really 
but we all have busy minds you know there's a lot going on in the world and stress levels and all that kind of stuff so we tend to have busy minds so it gives us a rest um, it reduces pain very very quickly um, improves mobility it regulates hormones as we talked about fertility the uh, menstrual cycle um, and removes reduces the inflammatory markers as well um, and helps to regulate our body's communication system so it boosts um, like our neuro um, neurotransmitters and stuff as well. So it just it's a general regulator, um, and helps our body get back into that perfect little happy place that it wants to be in all the time. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that was everything. Now you have a number of different techniques that you use. Um, so tell us why you need these different techniques, and uh, yeah, just tell us a bit about a couple of them, maybe. And what, sure. like, what particular benefits you would expect to see from a particular technique versus another, or a particular technique that you'd use for a particular condition, or, yeah. It varies. It varies hugely. Chinese medicine, because it's so old, it's got three thousand years worth of documented history. So there's been a lot of doctors take their slant on what it is and develop it and nurture it and all that. So that's essentially what all the kind of different branches are. It's different we all at the core are doing the same thing but with slightly different ways of doing it so mm. as i mentioned earlier there's microsystems so there's <sighs> korean acupuncture for example has the hand so you can needle or use laser uh, particularly for children a lot of people use the laser um on the hand to have an influence on the whole system in the same way reflexologists when they poke about in your feet mm. are, are affecting your whole system um that one's really good it's good for a few different things because it's just the hand you don't need people to take their clothes off they can sit in any position you don't need to have them in any sort of particular way um and also particularly for children it's good because it tends to be much more gentle um especially if you use the laser um, or even yeah. just acupressure so acupressure is a version of acupuncture where you're applying consistent pressure rather than actually piercing the skin mm -hmm. and that's when i give people homework <laughs> when you come uh -huh. to me like can i press that point <laughs> Makes a couple sense. of times a week between now and your next session um, and that'll keep it going and let it build up um, and I suppose well, as well then that can be really helpful in your you know in the online work that you've been doing yes yeah that's more or less what the online work has been doing is teaching people acupressure and mm. then the general kind of lifestyle advice that goes with it you know it's my job as I see it when I'm diagnosing is to spot patterns so when I spot those patterns, it's like, well, in what way are you creating that pattern? And it's not always the person's fault. I don't like that word. But yeah. more often than not, how we live our life has an impact on her health. Yeah. So if we can make small changes. Obviously, as a nutritionist, it's your thing. Um, but in lots of different ways. So we look at that. I look at that as well and advise that. And that's more or less what the online work has been to, is to fuse those two. So still giving the lifestyle advice that we do in person, but also giving people more homework. And acupressure mm. points and stuff to do um yeah there's lots of different systems i use the benefits it depends what you're treating so i tend to use different systems depending on what i'm treating um so a couple of examples for there's the balance method they call it and that's really good for pain um as an example and that tends to involve needles in places you wouldn't expect them so if you've got a sore wrist I'd be treating the diagonal opposite ankle, you know, that kind of slightly weird stuff that we kind of do. And then for other conditions, um, I do a lot of fertility work and menstrual work, and that tends to involve what we call the eight principles treatment. It's just different styles and slightly different slants. And then the way 
Yeah, and I have found that different ones are better for different conditions. So that tends to be the reasons I pick them. Or if somebody's incredibly sensitive, then I might just do ear or something if they're not comfortable with full body stuff. So mm-hmm. it varies hugely. Yeah. Um, yeah. So is there a particular case study that you can share with us or a particular case that sticks in your mind? Um, there was quite a few. Um, <laughs> but one of my... Actually, can I can I tell you two? Am I allowed to quickly tell you two? Yeah, of course. Um, the, first, the first one's actually a fertility case. And it was a, a friend of mine. I knew him through a, a previous job, actually. And he contacted me because him and his wife were struggling to conceive. Um, basically, they've been told, they've been trying for five or six years. And they've been told by various specialists that both of them had issues that meant they would never conceive naturally. And they were on the waiting list for the IVF. For IVF. And they came to see me and I treated both of them every week for a couple of months. It really wasn't long. It was less than three months. And basically they went on holiday and came back pregnant. Um, and now have a beautiful girl who I still get to see occasionally because uh, we were friends. It's, that's lovely. Um, and then another lovely one was a female who had been involved in a car accident and had constant back pain. And for five years, medication wasn't touching it. And after the first session, uh, she went, she left the clinic and then came back in crying because she realized she had no pain. Um, and she's still, I know, like if you've been in pain for years, that the, the idea that you get some break from it, yeah. uh, she came back to the clinic crying, gave me a big hug. And I was like, oh no, what's wrong? And she's like, no, I just feel really good. Um, <laughs> that was years ago. And I still see her uh, just for maintenance because of the damage. It's never going to be parent fixed, but. I see her maybe once every three, four months now, and that's enough. And she's on no medication. Wow. Um, yeah, fabulous. They're probably my two biggies. <laughs> that's just, well, both in entirely different ways, but yeah, life-changing. Absolutely. Wow, levels of job satisfaction. Yes, very high. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can't really complain when your your day is making people feel better, can you really? No, it's that like, no, how can I complain about that job? Yeah. So, I mean, you've talked about, well, it kind of all started for you in 2003. Um, Do you have any further training ongoing or planned? It's nonstop for me. Um, There's the kind of required, the required amount of sort of continuing professional development that we have to do as acupuncturists as part of our professional body. But I go far above and beyond that. And actually, I've just finished or just started really. Um, at the weekend, I was doing a, an online course um, based in America. So I was up until like midnight trying to stay awake for the course, um, <laughs> the time difference. But that was looking at, um, what did they call it? I'm trying to remember the exact phrasing. Electron adapted neurotherapy was the phrase that they used. And basically it involves using acupuncture, but around the spine um, and amazing results for pain. Um, so that's been my latest adventure but I'm always it's one of these things and I've got I probably buy a Chinese medicine related book every two months or something it's just never ended um yeah. is there something in mind at the moment you're thinking I must get into that that's you know that's the next for me yeah was well, that there's the electron adapted neurotherapy mm-hmm. for me at the moment because I've just started that and it's quite an intense course um but that's the big one just now and what will you be able to, um, what will you be using that for when you're done? Mostly pain conditions, I think, at the moment. Um, it does also talk about 
um, a lot of um, autoimmune disorders um, and treating them as well. Um, yeah, so that's the kind of main focus just now. But mostly getting even better at pain, getting much more. Yeah, it's just another way of treating pain. So it's that, again, it's another kind of tool in the belt thing, you know. So we'll try that. If that doesn't work, then we'll try this method. If that doesn't work, we'll try this method kind of thing. Sure, sure, sure. So it's just another tool. <laughs> And again, we have already touched on this, but um, what care have you managed to give during lockdown, etc.? I mean, what's what's the current status quo up in Glasgow? Hey, I'm working as normal. Oh, um, at the moment, we're still. I've been open since mid June, um, so it was shut down March, April, May, and kind of half of June. Um, and during that time, it was mostly online, kind of Zoom type consultations. So we'd have a chat talk you through the points, show you what to do with them, discuss lifestyle stuff as usual. Um, mm -hmm. And also sometimes I think, particularly right at the start, it was just about having somebody to talk to sometimes for people. Um, mm -hmm. Do you know, just that connection with people, it's a very strange time, it's still weird. Um, but that isolation for people, I think that was a big part of it. Um, and then I've also created some courses as well, because at the time to sit and actually write stuff. So I've created a few kind of self-led online courses focusing on different aspects of health so whether you need to improve your energy or improve your mood um i've created some courses that follow that same kind of line but also um i've also got a background in psychology so looking quite a lot at sort of psychological techniques and things to help support that way as well so they've been kind of yeah holistic packages and talked about food but from the chinese medicine point of view as well yeah. so looking at the oh, okay so where can people find those paula um you'll be able to get access to it via my website um healthrediscovered.co.uk Okay, fantastic. Um, and you'll be able to access them through that or drop me a message. And what three tips could you give the listeners to manage any stresses or aches and pains they may be experiencing? For, I focused more on, when I was thinking about this question, I focused a bit more on the stresses and, and a big thing for this time of year in particular is the ability to let go of things. If you think about how beautifully trees do it, they just let go of the leaves because they're no longer useful. And they've got yeah. to prepare for winter as well and protect themselves from winter. So it's losing the leaves so they don't get blown over. Um, and I think stress is a big thing like that. So we stress tends to come from that thing of things aren't going the way we think they should be or could be. <laughs> And things aren't quite right for us. So being able to sort of let go a little bit of that, let go of the expectations that we have, I think is a big thing. Um, also, and I use this very regularly myself as well, is my free my favorite breathing techniques called the box breath. Do you want me to do a wee demo? Yeah, please. Yeah. So with the box breath, you're very simply counting to four, mm. but having your breath as four sides. So you breathe in for four, hold for the count of four, breathe out for the count of four and then hold again for the count of four. So mm -hmm. I'll talk through and if you want to try and breathe along with me, um, then by all means do so. And we'll just do a couple of sort of, um, a couple of breaths basically. Yeah, so when great. you're ready, cool. ready, when you're ready, take a nice deep breath in, counting to four. So breathing in, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four. Breathing out, two, three, four, and hold, two, three four in two three four hold two three four breathing out two three four and hold two three four 
and then just let your breath go back to normal. Mm. I find it an incredibly powerful, relaxing, mm. just soothing. And it's just taking that moment and you can do it anywhere. You don't need any equipment for it. All you're doing is counting your breath. Yeah. And the holds are important. They, they help regulate our uh, nervous system. So they're really good for that stress stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so holding your breath allows your body to relax more and tell it that there's no saber-toothed tiger it needs to run away from. Um, yes, that's all about accessing that parasympathetic system, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. most breath work does it, but I just I mm. like that one. You don't need anything. And nobody can yeah. tell you're doing it because you're not doing some strange breath. Do you know, it's just a... A very easy thing to do. I use it quite a lot on the train. And I find it helpful for mask use, actually. I'll do a couple of them before I put my mask on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, that, that would work. But it, yeah, it's so fundamental, isn't it? And bizarrely, yeah. so many of us have forgotten how to breathe. It's weird. I know. Um, or, you know, or we hold our breaths and we're not, we're not yep. conscious of it. Um, or we very, well, you know, a, it's very shallow. And yeah, yeah. I think shallow is the most common one, isn't it? It's that, like, we tend to just breathe in that sort of top third almost of our lungs. Yeah. And even then, not moving our shoulders. You know, <laughs> yeah. Shoulders are meant to go up and down when you're breathing and they don't move. Um, yeah. There would be a couple of my top tips. Um, so, yeah, so finally, how can people get hold of you, Paula? Um, you can find me through all the usual social media channels, Facebook, uh, Instagram, etc. Health Rediscovered is the name of the clinic. That's what I practice under. Um, you can also search for my name, to be honest, Paula Wilson-Young, and I'll pop up everywhere. And then, as I mentioned before, the website is probably the easiest place to find out more about me, really, um, which is healthrediscovered.co.uk. Fantastic. Well, I shall put all those links um in the comments of uh, when I load this so uh, thank so you. you can see those um do you know what well, that has been so so interesting thank genuinely you. um yeah I just even yeah I've written a few things down here um you know things like just better sleep I know that we need that? all need that <laughs> we all need that um and then as we said you know the knock-on effects of that throughout the rest of your life your health are just immeasurable um, absolutely so no that has been that's been fantastic thank you so much for your thank time you. and i know how busy you are i know <laughs> how busy you are um so yeah you making the time this morning is fantastic um my absolute thank honor you very much thank you